Hello, race fans. Welcome to another episode of Short Track Guys Podcast, brought to you by ShortTrackExclusives.com. I'm your host, Thomas Faddis, alongside two other Short Track Guys, and you know them well. The driver of the 07 Can't Quit Fishing.com sportsman here locally in Pensacola, Florida, Five Flag Speedway, Jim Pokrant, and Ted Baber. Ted Baber Video Productions, also locally here at Pensacola and Five Flag Speedway, and all your video needs. What's up, guys? Good afternoon, sir. And good evening, too. <laughs> well, we've got a congratulatory speech here coming from the champion of 2021 in Sportsman Division at Five Flags Speedway, and we've had previous episodes, and we knew it was coming, but Monday night, it is official. Congratulations, Jim Pokrant, your 2021 Sportsman Champion at Five Flags Speedway. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. It means a lot. Uh, you know, we went out uh, Friday night, been two weeks coming. You know, we had one race get canceled, and then we had one race have to postpone because of inclement weather and then we go out and uh run a double points night which is double stressful because if you screw up it can mess your night up we qualified second went a 24-0 which is the fastest the car's ever gone in qualifying got beat by three 100s by brandon fowler and then we went out for the feature and happened to roll a two on the dice roll so we started on the pole led a couple laps fell back to third uh, congratulations to Brandon Fowler on the win and uh, Kevin Mitchell for running second. He's a dirt track guy. He's racing with us now and he's a good, clean race car driver. We finished third. We think we sealed the championship. We go to Tech and womp, womp. We got protested by uh, Jonathan Langham, which is fair. I mean, it's, he thought I was illegal, so they protested me. And um, they impounded my car. So we waited through the weekend and Tim Bryant, the promoter, said, come out Monday night, bring your stuff to pull the motor. So we pulled the engine. They wanted the bore and the stroke. So we checked the, they pulled the oil pan. They checked the crankshaft. We pulled a head and an intake. They checked the bore and the stroke, and the motor was completely legal. You know, they said I got in trouble for keep saying it was seven years old, but it's the truth. I bought it in 2014. It had 25 laps on it when I bought it. I've been running it ever since, and the thing has won me several races and done really, really well and got me the championship. So, uh... Thanks to Howard and them for tearing me down because we found a problem. So now we don't have to worry about it blowing up. We can uh, <laughs> go ahead and get it fixed up. So we're going to try to get it freshened up for the Snowball Derby. And I said, can you imagine what that car would do uh, with a fresh motor? Because the motor's been tired for a while. And we qualified second, only three 100s off the car that won the race by a straightaway. So we got a lot to be thankful for. Got to thank my buddy right here, Ted Baber, for his help. He bought us a tire the other night. James Pfeiffer at can'tquitfishing.com. Um, gave us a couple of tires. Uh, my buddy Brian and his girlfriend got us some tires and uh, fuel. And, uh, man, my crew, I can't say enough for him. Martin Beck, man, he works his butt off. Thank you for all your help. Ben, for being out there the other night. Ben Cranford. Uh, Will Hay was there Friday night. Couldn't be there with, for the teardown. Uh, but, man, without those guys and Phil Gintz for being there, thank you for bringing the stuff out to us that we needed, Phil. We appreciate you. And your family, thank you for letting me use your shop this year. Because I'm going to tell you, it's big to be track champion. It's something I've been wanting to do for 27 years. And uh, I did some things this year I've never done. Went back-to-back fastest qualifier. We won a race. Um, coming from the back, haven't done that ever. And uh, we won a track championship. So it's pretty dadgum awesome. And, uh, you know, thanks for letting me be on here and talk about it. Because let me tell you something. This podcast is just as cool as being in a race car. I'll tell you that. Well, we appreciate that too. And we all, you know, we have a good time and, and we're having fun. And I look forward to every weekend when we get together and talk about short track racing and your success and, and Ted's adventures and, <laughs> um, you know, all the work that he's done behind the, the, the camera. And it's just a, 
a really good core that we've got going on here. And you win by 23 points, so it really wasn't a close deal. And I don't think you finished outside of the top three, but once, I think, the whole entire season. Yes, and the only reason we did that is we actually finished second that night, but we got thrown out for spinning the second-place car, which was just a racing deal. It wasn't anything dirty, but the officials felt it was to drop me a lap down to the uh, leader, so I wound up seventh that night, which is the worst finish we've had all year. So it's pretty good, man. Like I said, it's it's so much fun to be track champion. It it, it didn't really hit me till Tuesday morning when I walked into work and I looked around I said, Man, I'm track champion. That's pretty awesome. I mean, I've lost the championship by six points. I've lost it by five points. I've lost it by as much as 30 points. But to actually be track champion, and I'm going to get my purple jacket that I always wanted in my trophy, and I just, it's super cool. And I get to be champion for a year. Till this time next year, I'm track champion. So right. they can't take it away from me. They tried. They couldn't do it. Right. It was a convoluted process to get there, but you managed to pull it off. And that was it, the thing. <laughs> it was. It was. I mean, I I don't know. I I... You know, I have to thank Howard and Jonathan. You know, it 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 did help us because we did find a problem with the motor, so that that was a blessing. Right. But you know, I have to give it to Howard. As much cussing and yelling as we did at each other over this mess, <laughs> he was the first one to congratulate me and shake my hand and tell me, you know, I'm track champion. He also put it on Facebook that that we won the title. So thanks for them for being that. And you know, sometimes we we get mad at one another, but I've known Howard a long time, and you know, everything's going to be fine. Uh, just want to thank the management and the people at Five Flag Speedway for giving us a place to race. And one thing that I've got to say, my spotter, Frank Utsi, he's been with me since 97. He left for two years, came back from the Navy, retired, and stayed with us from here on out. I got to thank him, man, because without him, we got nothing. And he's just been there with us. And uh, it's just, it's been an awesome journey. And I've enjoyed every minute of driving that car and having fun. And, uh, just, just got to thank everybody that's ever helped me with that car. Uh, my buddy Blake Wilson out of Montgomery who clipped it a few years ago for free. Uh, Eli Williams, who built that car for me initially. Pam Miller, an ex of mine that, that sponsored me. And I still have some of the parts on that car that she bought for me. So thank you. Uh, Kim, uh, just anybody that helps us, man. Anybody that's, that stood up and stood beside me. And that's, that means a lot. It doesn't hurt to have probably the best setup man in the business either. John Ruth. Oh, man, don't let me forget John because I'm going to tell you something. He helped that 99 car that beat me the other night, and they're they're running close to what I'm running setup-wise. And uh, it, it was all John's idea, what I put in that car. And, man, that car flies. And I just I still can't get over the qualifying lap I laid down. <laughs> And just how much fun it's been this year. I mean, we've, we've run in the top three every single race. I, I, I have not walked out of that racetrack except one night with a trophy in my hand. And everybody says, oh, second place is the first loser. No way, brother. If I get a trophy out of it, I'm happy. We won two heat races this year, finished second like six times. So, you know, they caught the double zero cheating, and he won the first five races in a row. Now, I finished second four times, so you take him out of the equation, we have five feature wins great year thank you everybody who's helped me um thanks to the track thank you to uh, my sponsors my crew and just thank you everybody ted you uh up on top of the booth with the video camera what uh what are your emotions like going on through a night of champions like that when you know you've got an affiliation with a driver that's on the verge of winning his first championship well the first emotion the other night was panic because one of my cameras said eh, i don't want to play tonight so <laughs> that didn't help at all. And I, I had to depower it, power it down, piddle with it a little bit. And it finally said, okay, I guess I'll go. <laughs> because 
its uh, purpose, if things had worked out differently, was to uh, monitor any shenanigans that might have taken place. And fortunately, it came back up. And uh, I also have to uh, thank Daryl Faust for being with me all year, um, except for one night when he was unavailable. And I have a family that can <laughs> fill in that helps. But yeah, it, it was a... Uh, it was very exciting, and I have to say, for the first time ever, I actually got in a finish line photo. That was kind of cool. Oh, yeah, we, we wanted you down there, man. You're a big part of this team, my team, and we were like, Ted, when we we get done tonight, get your butt down there. I went down turn one and then waved to the crowd on the way by, kind of like Bubba Pollard does, and one of the officials got kind of snooty with me, and I'm like, dude, I just won the track championship. <laughs> yeah, but you can't. I said, Bubba Pollard does it. Why can't I? I didn't do any donuts. I didn't spin the tires. I just drove down kind of polish victory lapped it yep. yeah and you look at it go all the way around the racetrack i wanted to right but, you know. <laughs> yeah they gotta let you celebrate somehow yeah. i mean come on give them a break yeah, yeah but i mean it, it was fun you know getting getting uh you know protested like that is stressful especially the amount of money that the protest does does not cover you know what i had to do but right you know what? I would have probably crawled under that truck and took my motor out of my pickup if that's what I had to do to win this championship. I'm not going to lie. Mm -hmm. My crew wasn't happy about it, but you know what? I told them, just everybody keep your heads down. Let's get this motor out. Let's get this done. And now we're going to improve the car, and they're really going to hate it when I actually have some horsepower <laughs> and oh, and the car handles good. That's going to be scary. That's all so, I'm saying. So, <laughs> you know, we're going to try to win this Snowball Derby next. If, if I win the Snowball Derby, it might be a mic drop. They're not me a retirement year. It may be, you know, January at the banquet. I'll just drop the mic on the stage and piece them out and put somebody in the car to drive it. And I'll just be a car owner. Well, you end up winning by 23 points over Brandon Fowler, uh, Maddox Langham, Daryl McDonald third, and Jonathan Langham. And, um, you know, what a season it's been. We've been through the journey the whole entire time. And congratulations again. Probably is still sinking in, and well, you're gonna yeah. have you're gonna have a chance to get that motor freshened up and go back out for the preview on the twentieth yep. uh, of November for the Snowball Derby preview. But I want to step a day before that and make a reminder of our last episode on the nineteenth of November, the Snowball Derby pageant. And uh, if anybody is interested, not just locally but in the the region, uh, just SBD pageant at gmail.com. You can contact Taylor Griffin and get involved with that. And I, I hear from last night's In the Groove episode that the, the list is growing. So um, they have spots available, and it's be uh, an event for a lifetime, and you get to represent uh, Five Flags Speedway locally here all all year and uh, be the crown queen. Yes. The queen of the snowball right. derby. Yeah. And that, they, they get people from representatives from all over the country to come in for this. And it's gotten really big. Yeah, they're usually really pretty, and they kind of look good standing next to an old scruffy dude like me in Victory Lane. <laughs> well, they improve the picture anyway. Yeah, right? they do. They definitely improve the, improve the car, too. Well, Heck with that car. Who's that? Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I almost forgot. I want to congratulate um, Daryl McDonald III on his Rookie of the Year in Sportsman and his brother, Parker, Parker McDonald won Rookie of the Year in Pure Stock. That's pretty cool. Their mobile guys are good people. Yeah. The the muffler guys did my exhaust on my race car and on my teammates and on uh, Ben's car. So that's pretty cool. They they do a great job of exhaust work. If you ever need some custom exhaust work, go see the McDonald muffler crew. They'll fix you right up. The muffler mafia. <laughs> the, yeah, muffler the muffler mafia, mafia is what they call themselves. Right They're on. Good people. Good people. I tell you, man, I, I enjoy being around them. And, uh, the rest of the racing was really good. Jake Finch crashes out and wins the yeah. outlaw title by a few points. Yeah. That was very interesting because 
That the, was a wreck fest. Oh, dude, they <laughs> tore up some cars. I mean, they, and then and then a buddy of mine, Jason Welch, is sitting on the racetrack at Red Flags out, and somebody comes hauling ass in the pits, can't see, and runs over his car and just totally ruins his night. Sweet. Yeah, so it was very interesting. And uh, Hunter Johnson won the truck championship. That was a that was a tight battle right to the end. And um, Cody Russo won the truck race. That was impressive. She yeah. did a heck of a job, man. It, of course, you know when you drive one of those trucks from that stable, Kurt Britt, Kurt Britt stables, please. yeah, you, you, you're, you're going to win if you don't. It's your fault. I yeah. guarantee it is. They build some stout machines there yep. in that truck series, they and uh, about it. Now, Hunter did not. It wasn't given to him. He had to fight for it because he got out. He was on the track. His wind net comes down, and rather than coming in the pit, somebody goes over the fence. Which is a dumb thing to do. You just can't do that. No. Puts a net back up, and he gets put in the rear, and he had to fight all the way back to get back up to where he could finish the race high enough to get the points championship. Yeah. And and uh, uh, B.J. Uh, Latham won the, the title in this pure stock class, putting around, had had engine problems, and had to ride around the whole race just putting around on the bottom. <laughs> his luck last two races he had that kind of difficulty yeah he blew the engine in the big car and he brought the little car and it was <laughs> just, it was funny he told ben cranford he said ben ben said felt good passing you he said you was like you was stopped i said he was stopped ben didn't you see and ben started <laughs> laughing but congratulations to those guys they, they did a heck of a job all year and a loper won the uh last race so that was their their team won the championship in several races this year so Congratulations to them. Yeah, actually, <laughs> congratulations to all those guys. And uh, we look forward to more of that uh, during the preview on the 20th of November. Um, a lot of these guys we're going to roll into now down at uh, Punta Gorda at 417. And I we promised them uh, a few episodes ago that we would be getting back to 417 Speedway and going over. And uh, Jennifer Brinson down there doing the, the commentary with oh, the, the Facebook videos. Uh, Jesse Dutilly, Michael Atwell, they had a big battle um, with Mr. Bigley, uh, Dylan Bigley down there leading the points in the super late model 100 down at, uh, 417. And they put on a pretty good show from what I hear. I didn't get to see the, the drama as far as the highlights went, but, uh, that's the order they finished, uh, with Michael Atwell taking the win over Dylan Bigley and, um, Jesse Dutilly finishing third and all the interviews. It looked like there was something behind the scenes that I didn't really get to see. Yeah, Atwell knocked him out of the way from what I understand. And Jesse Dutilly is a clean race car driver. I have never heard anybody talk bad about him running over people. And he was not very happy when he got out of that race car. (laughs) A few words were exchanged. Yeah, I felt bad for poor Bigley. He's stuck in the middle of standing there (laughs) like, "Uh, I'm just going to stand over here and and not say (laughs) nothing. And then when it comes time to my interview, I'll talk. And that's what he did. But congratulations to to those guys. Michael Atwell is a heck of a driver. He didn't have to do that. I don't know. If it, I don't, I would probably doubt if it was intentional. It was probably just a hard racing deal. Mm-hmm. He probably didn't mean to do it. I mean, a lot of people say that, but when you're in right. that situation and you're three wide, eh, you might put a bumper to somebody, but nine times out of 10, it's just hard racing. Yeah. So it was Michael Atwell, Dylan Bigley, Jesse Dutilly, and another late model driver that had uh, an incident that was uh, not too pleasant a while ago. Uh, we mentioned him last episode with Boris Yurkovic, got down and finished fourth right. in his return. Uh, congratulations to Boris. I know he's uh, probably got that off of his shoulder saying, you know, I, could I do it, get it back in the car, and then be competitive like that? 
Colin Allman, you know, finished top five, but uh, to have Boris come back there and do what he did, it's, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, it is. It's glad to see him back. You know, after that horrific crash he was in and had to have reconstructive surgery on his knees and, and one of his feet and to get back in that car and run fourth, <clears throat> that was a brand new ham key car too that they had just finished for that race. So we look forward to hopefully seeing Boris at Five Flags Speedway and hopefully he'll come up and run the Derby with us. That's from what I understand, he will be here this weekend. Oh, that would be awesome. I, I want to see him. I want to shake his hand. Um, I stand corrected on the pure stocks. Robert Loper won the championship by one point over BJ Latham. I thought Latham won the title. That was my fault. Man, one point. Wow. Yeah, that's got to stink. Oh, dude. I mean, and considering, like I said, he showed up two not two races in a row, blew one engine, brought right. the other car there and couldn't get out of its own way. Right. But, I mean, that team is they're the yeah, uh, team Dave Jackson cars. You know, those guys deserve to win that championship. I just, I wanted to correct that, but congratulations to that team. They finished one, two by one point. That's insane. It just doesn't happen that often. Well, and you know, Caleb Burkett, who drove his butt off all year long, you yeah. know, he had problems with his primary car and they took out their backup car and he won handily with it the second to the last race. And he was out there, you know, broken axle in one race. And then this race, he got involved in a, Dust up with the four car, and, and then the four car ended up hitting the wall really hard and destroying it. Well, fluffy McDuffie. Fluffy, yeah. Poor, I feel bad for him because that's the second car he's been through, man. I feel bad for him. But good racing, and uh, we're thankful that uh, all the racers went home safe, and, right. and we had a great championship night, and we look forward to this Saturday night coming up. Yep. Yeah, and this Saturday night's really going to be uh, the showcase of uh, championship night part number two. Uh, but we're going to back up a little bit with the Dells Raceway Park on the Tundra Super Late Model Series. Well, we had a really tight championship, and we went over it last episode with Casey Johnson and Riley Stengem, kind of one and two, and they finished second and third in the finale. Um, and I think Riley Stengem ended up winning the points championship by three. Wow, that's close. <laughs> yeah, and, and Grant Thompson from Mobile that we've mentioned quite a bit uh, ended up finishing 12th. Uh, what a stellar outfit he has going on to uh, even further success. Uh, I don't know if he's going to be with the Tundra Series next year or if he might have something in line. We'll have to wait and see. But that's a really good series because you got Justin Mondike and Luke Fenhouse and some of these guys that we've we've mentioned, Dennis Prunty and all those guys up in the, the Midwest. We're on the Arkham Midwest Tour uh, with John DeAngelis and uh, Alex Prunty and all those guys. It's a really good series to keep up with and we'll certainly have our eye on it yeah that young man grant thompson does a great job and congratulations to uh the champion and uh we really like that series and we uh we're going to follow it next year and uh it's going to be big i I don't know what the thompsons have planned but i'm sure it's something good and we talk about uh grant thompson and some of these guys that um i think a lot many episodes ago we talked about youth and experience right and uh, we're going to go to martinsville and everybody knows the paperclip in Martinsville. <laughs> oh, and, you know, from the national series on TV, but they had uh, the Valley Star Credit Union 300 this past weekend, and there was a 16-year-old. Now, you want to talk about youth at Martinsville. <laughs> yeah. A 16-year-old, Landon Pambleton, takes the win over Mike Looney, Lane Riggs, Sammy Smith, and Jared Fryer in the top five. And there are many on that list. There were 40 cars in that race. A lot of big names. Kate Honeycutt finished. 10th. Yeah, Bubba Pollard 11th. Right. Our boy Bubba. <laughs> Corey Heim finished deep in the field. I mean, there, there's usually a lot of big names that run this race, and it's 
The cars drive differently than the late models a lot of these guys are used to. Jake Crum was 28th. Sorry. <laughs> Josh Berry was in that race and didn't do very well. Tough track. There's no doubt about it. But, I mean, that's two Wilson cars in the top 10. He's got to be decently happy about that anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Don, anything Donnie Wilson takes to the racetrack's top notch. And he's got some of the best drivers in the late model business. So, oh, good yeah. deal. And that young man gets to, gets to take home a grandfather clock. <laughs> How cool is that? 16-year-old rookie from Virginia made history on Saturday night and a debut. The first time ever there. Wow. That's incredible. They took the lead at uh, lap 177 on the 200-lap feature and um, said, see you, boys. Well, I guess he knows something about maintaining the stuff. Yeah. I mean, you know what? you got to drive the thing. Youth versus experience. But still, I mean, that kid... Had good equipment, but you have to drive it. And Martinsville right. is not a place that you can screw up. Yeah, and another place you really don't want to screw up is Five Flag Speedway, which we're going to get into uh, night number two with the Alan Turner Pro Late Model 100 and the Blizzard Series finale here Friday night. And we've got a, a female going to run no one above a Pollard's uh, stable cars uh, in the Pro Late Model race Friday night. What do you, What do you guys know about this? Not a great deal at this point. We're going to have to find out because this is uh, something we're going to have to track whenever it uh, Well, it was kind place. of a thrown-together deal from what I understand. It was a real quick, uh, Mrs. Helmuth's going to drive the car, and I think she'll do a great job. She's a pretty decent driver from the past, but she hadn't been in a race car in, what, two years? Two years, I yeah. So, I mean, they're kind of throwing her to the wolves because <laughs> this is the last race at Five Flags before the Snowball Derby, so a lot of big cars, name drivers will be here. Yep. Getting ready for the Snowball Derby. It's 100 laps in the, the Alan Turner 100 at the Snowball Derby. So there's going to be a bunch of guys coming to get ready for that. And then, of course, the Super Race is going to be packed stellar field also. Yeah, Jake yeah. Garcia going in with a four-point lead in front of, of all people, Stephen Nassie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you know what? I'm going to tell you something real quick. Stephen Nassie has grown on me a lot this year. Yeah. He's really showed a little bit of humility. He's not a butthead like he's been in the past. He's fan-friendly now, yes, so he he's got some of my respect. Even though he wrecked Bubba at the 100 last year, <laughs> I'm going to give it to him. Congratulations, Stephen Nassie. You're doing a great job. I hope you win some more races and you stick with it because we need you, man. We yeah. need we need guys like you. Exactly. Yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, the Jake Garcia and the Stephen Nassie situation is just the reverse in the Southern Super Series, exactly point standings, uh, mass, you know, don't so look the yeah. points are that tight. And know. this is the last Southern Super Series race, isn't it? Yes, it is. Oh boy! Yeah. So it, it, yeah. you could you could win Katie one. Bar the door. <laughs> yeah, you, whoever's going to walk out is going to walk out with both of them. Obviously, right. it's going to have to happen that way. Yeah. So that's going to be very. I didn't know that. That's going to be cool to watch, man. I'm I'm going to be in the grandstands, probably with a beer in one hand and yelling for Bubba Pollard. <laughs> Well, if you take 35 and 51, add them up, divided by two, that's probably going to be your winner. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I didn't know there was going to be math. It, yeah. it makes my head hurt. Yeah. You know? We don't need to be doing we'll math. Wave off the smoke here. I'm trying to think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, you know, that's going to be a good night of racing. And, you know, with Helmuth, Helmuth racing, you know, it'd be pretty cool because, you know, we had a female win uh, last Friday night in a truck, Cody Brusso. Yeah. That was right. pretty cool. She can wheel a car pretty good. Hopefully this girl will do a good job. Like I said, they're throwing her to the wolves because she hadn't been in a race car in two years, and you're going to throw her at a track like Five Flag Speedway with the competition that's going to be there because everybody's going to be bringing their pro cars and their supercars and everything. So it's going to be interesting. And if you if you want to see a, some good short track racing next Saturday night, come on out. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I I enjoyed the quote that, that came from 
uh, from her is that I didn't really jump at the opportunity. I had to really think about this and talk to everyone I know to go for advice. And I'm like, is this a good idea? And everybody looked and said, you're an idiot if you don't with Bubba <laughs> Pollard and Tyler Porter situation and a deal put together to come run a, a pro late model race at Five Flags Speedway. She said, I don't know. I'm grateful for the opportunity. So she's really just coming down to get in the seat and she's going to try to have fun and, and not really focus on because she's really focused on her, her uh, 9D creative uh, marketing company and uh, she's just going to come down and have fun and, and we wish her all the best well she's yeah. going to be in the sharpest learning curve on the planet <laughs> yeah, amen to that. especially five lakes people like i said and then that car because it's a port city and it's fast so yeah. going to be very interesting good come on out saturday night support your local short tracks if you're not going there go somewhere and, and, and support a short track yeah everybody will be there it's going to be a night uh full of emotions full of excitement full of tension um, it's always, it's always that way when it comes down to the end of the year, especially these big tracks, you go just anywhere really. But, uh, specifically this weekend, five flag speedway is part two of the night of champions with the pro late model race and the super late model race on Saturday night. Um, guys, it's always a pleasure to get together with you and talk short track racing. Like we are short track guys. That's what we talk about. That's Jim, it. congratulations. On a long journey to win a championship and get that purple jacket. I already know what the title of this episode is. Um, Ted, hey, you do what you do with the videos, and uh, you guys you guys are awesome. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. And like I said, I love doing this, and uh, I hope we get to do this for a long time. Me too. Yep. And thanks, everybody, for listening. The product's out. we got the koozies up there. We love your support. We appreciate everything you do for us. And um, we're going to keep moving and keep trucking along, talking about short track racing just like you want us to do. And thank you for listening. And uh, we'll talk to you next Wednesday. Good evening.